0: So get ready, everyone, for this heightened conversation on embodiment, the phases of embodiment, the energies that we are in, how we truly are moving out of the old. We are getting out of the 3D, the false matrix, and that means good news. As we hold our vision, our soul vision, as my next guest calls it, As we hold those visions of our new economy, our new systems, our new creations, the energies that are upon us totally give us traction for that. There has been a lot of movement in the past month, and now let the great foundations begin for New Earth. Let's welcome Wanda Vitale to Quantum Conversations. Wanda, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Lauren. I'm so excited to be
1: here. Really.
0: Yes, you are a beautiful light worker. You are a multidimensional facilitator. You understand that you are no longer in the matrix and you're helping those who get it, those who want to embody in this lifetime to do just that. We're going to talk about that. We're also going to go quantum. This is truly amazing you work with a group that you call quantum entrepreneurs because this is really how we bring forward new earth working from our passion and from our heart center so we're going to talk all about that but really one of the most fascinating things is bending reality so if anyone in our audience has ever seen a shift like this where you have literally Changed timelines. Those are stories we want to hear, and so you are welcome to share on our chat line. But Wanda, first, let's welcome you. I love the title of our show, "Alive in the Mystery," impassioned and thriving.
1: Yes, Lauren. Thank you. Um, you know, it. We talk a lot about the quantum field, and it sounds pretty boring. My higher dimensional aspects or guides that work through me are pretty dry. They're galactics, and they're scientists, so uh, um, they, since I don't have a background in theoretical physics, they give me pictures, and in those pictures come downloads so that I can go, oh, I understand, and so some time ago, they, I was given a picture of up in the stars. I'm, I'm up there a lot because I'm I have a, well, I'm pretty, I have a heavy uh, galactic influence in my, in my own DNA, but I'm out in the stars. I'm dancing on a pinhead, no net below, and I am absolutely loving every moment of it. So that's what this is. We're here to be that alive, not just, not just surviving, not just treading water. But to be so excited and so, um, thrilled to be here in a body now and to be, to not even use the word safe because we know that everything comes to us and that we're creating it all. So that's where that title came from. I wish I could convey to your listeners this download I get in the, in the, uh, image they give me right we're all returning to this divine child that's within us and to live from that space of the divine child
0: yay i know so many are happy to hear that But Wanda, first let's talk about, we're going to talk about your story, your own awakening to your galactic awareness. That's where we're all going. It's absolutely part of the wake-up call Mm -hmm. where we do go galactic. For those of, um, those who are listening that want to know how, you know, some people are feeling the heaviness. We were chatting just a moment ago, the collective is getting kind of edgy. You mentioned that you're dancing on a pinhead in the stars. And there's people who would love to know how we do that. Can you describe, is this um, in your meditation? Is this a connection that you have? Is it a viewpoint? What are you doing to get there? Because we all want that.
1: Well, I would say that most of us who have been on this path for any length of time, um, or some people have been on this path for a long time. I didn't just suddenly wake up. I started as a teenager, so for me it's been decades. And, but for people who are waking up quickly, there we have lots of tools, and it's really to get to that place of uh, living from wonder, it really is a process of peeling away all of the patterns um, our galactic aspects can come in at any time. And certainly the soul defines when that happens. Um, mine came in when I, when the bottom of my life was falling apart, literally, um, when I, um, you know, was in a major course correction, I couldn't work. I had been in an accident, um, for lots of reasons, just, and couldn't do anything. I couldn't even walk.
0: What and year so, was that, if you don't mind? It's uh, always good.
1: Oh, 2015.
0: Mhm. It you really
1: go. Yeah, mm-hmm. 2015. It really started, it's been my whole life. I've I had other opportunities to let go, but you know, I I believe it wasn't time in the collective and it and it wasn't time for me. So in 2015, I had no choice. I I remember looking up in my, from my dining room table, I was sitting there saying, okay, you win. You win. Whatever it is that I came here to do before I took on this body, okay, you win. I had been in the mystic's closet my entire life. You know, I had a very Mm -hmm. traditional job in national account sales and management and software. Very logical. Mm-hmm. And uh and none of it worked. Nothing worked. And so that's really when my galactic aspects came in. They just happened to be Zeta then. Now I work with a bunch because that's how it works, right? When the light body becomes active, then more and more of our higher dimensional aspects merge with us.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, you know, I wasn't particularly... I wasn't a, I was not a, um, um, hmm, what would I say? I wasn't a practiced channeler. I was intuitive. Uh, I didn't always trust it, which is part of what I work with people on. But, you know, I went through this. So my galactic aspects came in and my life was such a mess. I had no choice but to sit with them every day and they were my go-to they were my go-to people How, give me something i know that uh, i know that to create abundance i need to feel abundant and i mm-hmm. couldn't muster it because there there was just i had bills to pay and no money so i would work with my higher aspects and they would give me downloads and pictures and feelings mm-hmm. and uh just So many impossible things turned around that I can assure anyone listening to this, that anything is possible. I can assure anyone based on my own life, that reality is just not real. It isn't. And sometimes it shifts quickly. And sometimes it shifts. It may take some time. But Mm. I, I was in a legal situation and the details don't matter. And I had seen three or four attorneys who said oh this is bad you're just this is you're just it you're it's over you're this is this there's no solution to this and I just kept doing you know what we know to do which is disciplining our mind to say this is my story this is what I'm imagining and I'm sticking to it I don't care what reality is doing and Six months later, everything, you know, the solution that I had been imagining came. It it showed up. Mm. So there are a lot of mm-hmm. people talking about focusing the mind, which is what we need to do. And I would have to say the real magic starts when we don't even when we just start being. Mm-hmm. Um. We don't need to, we're not in fear anymore. So everything that we do is, uh, has this um, energy of fun and curiosity and things come to us. So that's my own story. And in the process, I I literally have not experienced fear since uh, probably that was mid-year in 15, probably six, seven months later. I just know I no longer experience fear because I realize that everything is malleable and I my mind does not need to be in control. I don't want to be in control.
0: Mm. So we're going to talk more about what you're doing there. The key, the secret really truly is a vibration. Mm-hmm. And we say that a lot. What does that mean to you?
1: Well, it really You know, when I work with people, we're when I work with people. There's trauma that might need to be resolved in in one's field. Um, That could mean past life, this timeline, other you know other timelines, Mm -hmm. on and off planet. Most humans, most of us, have said. I never want to feel that again. So we go into resistance. We believe the mind. When things, when our lives seem seem scary, we do anything not to go into the fear. So what I've found and what I know is that we need to go into the fear. And there are a lot of modalities that teach that, right? Matt Kahn and many people teach that. So we just need to do it. We need, mm-hmm. my, my guides used to show me a picture, literally. They've always communicated to me in pictures. So I was standing in front of somebody with a gun, and it was so real, and I was frozen because I knew I couldn't escape. And the gun, would, the gun fired, and my whole body had just surrendered, and out came a flag that said, bang, mm. Literally. literally I had that experience, that dream. So we need to sit with the fear and in in um in you know instead of believing all these stories that the mind comes up for the fear or or going into resistance, we need to get curious. Um I think once we need to get curious, I think the major I don't know. The major leap that everyone goes through is when they no longer experience fear. That's the hurdle. And as I work with people and see what's happening in the collective, they're still mm-hmm. believing in, they're still believing that there are monsters under the bed. And we call them fear. We believe that the mind's loop, looping stories around something. When really mm-hmm. we just need to get curious and say what is this and is there another way. Um I hand off everything to my higher level aspects and say here resolve this and then I I think about something else. And and so then it get whatever the situation is it always gets resolved.
0: Beautiful. So beautiful.
1: The fear, I hope that makes sense to everybody, the fear needs to turn to curiosity. Feel the fear, because it's obviously, if we're feeling it, it's something in our field. It's a frequency, like a pocket, like a balloon that's, re- that, that's stuck, a pocket of some, some old energy that has nothing to do with anything. We need to feel it. Say, yep, that's fear, all right. I used to say, my old friend, fear. And then get curious about it. Get curious about what else is possible. Give it to your higher, higher aspects. Whether you know who they are, we don't need to know who they are, but they're always there. They're our future selves. And then hand it off to them. And, and then imagine how you want to feel and find a way to feel that. It could be peace, that's just until we until fear no longer comes back i think i think that's the consistent practice for everybody
0: Mm. yes yes and we will get stronger and stronger at it and so for those still experiencing fear or the aspects of fear anger right judgment jealousy all of that that curiosity of Where does that come from? That is deep excavation. That's diving deep within ourselves. And once that excavation is over, we're replacing it with what we love or what brings us joy or what makes us feel good or what feeling we want to reach for. And we reach for that feeling. That's the vibrational shift. And that is New Earth. And that is where... You can literally change timelines in all of the different choice points. So that's really beautiful. That's why we always say to people who are um, in depression or kind of stuck in a rut, just to begin doing five things that you love. Make a list, right? Make a okay. list. It's so simple. But begin there because that's that's the the headlamp out of that situation, out of that vibration. So I love what we're talking about. We're going to talk about bending time and shifting realities and birthing this new process, which really is the surrender. Surrender is really the key for bringing our gifts on. Before we get there, you mentioned your higher dimensional aspects of your galactic self, that that is Zeta. Mm -hmm. How did you come to that awareness? And so some might be, we're talking about releasing fear for someone that may be kind of fearful to say Zeta. Wait a minute. I thought Zeta was into the abductions. So explain your understanding of that.
1: Well, um, (laughs) I, these are such long stories, Loren. (laughs) Yeah. I grew up. I'm in my 60s. So nobody talked about UFOs when I was a child. That was before Project Blue Book came out. But my I had a mother who my mother would say, "Oh, there's a fly, there's a UFO. Let's go get in the car and see if we can find it." So oh, that's your mom how
0: would say that. That's great.
1: Yes. So we'd get in the car. I was probably I couldn't drive yet. I was probably 13 or 14. And off we'd go. And and then, you know, Project Blue Book came out and described exactly what we saw. So I think for many of us who have a, a distinct galactic imprint, we're not afraid. There's just nothing to be afraid of because they feel they just feel so natural. Mm-hmm. I actually uh, was sitting at my computer in my office and I heard these it sounded i heard these tones that sounded like electronic dolphins and i i saw energy but the tones wouldn't go away so i actually called my girlfriend and said tune in on this what do you what is this so as she and then you know i for her uh Zetas often come with the smell of sulfur and she could smell the sulfur. Now I just see mm. them. There are so many different. I just don't want people to get hung up on who are they? We you know, we it, we're like 23 and me when it comes to galactic aspects. Mm-hmm. The um a lot of your listeners are uh, already know that they're galactic. Um We get guidance from many different races in many different timelines. The higher our frequency, our consistent frequency is, the more they interact with us. Because ultimately, there is only one of us here. Ultimately, there is no separation. We call them our future selves. I don't even call them that anymore. They are us. So some people would say, oh, I'm a Lyran," or I'm... They would um, self-identify with some of the traits that we know, but I've connected with insectoid races. I've seen them in Tunisia, North Africa, uh, and I know others that are that are are, are connecting with them now. So You've they seen come them
0: in person, like in the room or in the sky.
1: Uh, I've seen them uh, on our on a retreat with a business partner. I mm-hmm. uh, we do sacred retreats. So two years ago, we were in North Africa and Tunisia, and both of us immediately could see. We went through something that felt like a plasma wall. We were riding mm-hmm. in the back seat of a car, and it felt like going through rubber. Mm-hmm. And we literally could both see a huge crystalline city, uh, inhabited by many races, and we saw the insectoids. I've seen so many different shapes. They're just, they're just different versions of us. Mm
0: -hmm. And they
1: all have something to share with us. They all have wisdom.
0: So we have to remove that fear. Um, and so, you know, some who may be into the UFO scene or the ufology crowd, when we feel fear or when fear is, um, come across, coming out of those programs that right there is an indicator to to for each of us to look within or maybe to turn off that particular program right um we have right. to make peace with this we if have we're manted right. we're manted
1: right right i mean fear is just it's a program from the mind that's all it is but we are not our minds My work with people is really getting everyone to the point of really feeling and knowing and living that we are each all that is, all that is, partially embodied in this time-space reality. And we have access to it all. You know, some people would call that the soul. I don't know because I think I don't know if it's bigger than that. I just know that we are vast fields of energy that exist in uh, simultaneous bodies and timelines. And that's part of what awakening is, awakening to the fact that we have access to it all. And um, realizing that, say, a mantis being that I've seen is really me in another timeline. Mm -hmm. That's what unity consciousness is. Right. This is what unity consciousness is ultimately living, being the living, breathing awareness that there's only one of us here. And that's the process that humanity is going through right now.
2: Mm-hmm. So, OK. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And moving out of these programs in the mind, fear is part of the old enslavement programs. It's just not anything to be believed. If a car were heading our way we would not feel fear we would be so present in the moment but we wouldn't feel fear and we'd move fear is a is a great tool for letting us know when physical danger is near and it and it's so it, it's not that it doesn't have a valid place if a car were coming my way Uh, If I were on a sidewalk, I would move. But the rest of it, it doesn't, you know, in in terms of looking at these other aspects of ours and looking at what we create in the future and believing the stories from the mind that include fearful outcomes, we're moving beyond those.
0: Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so, you know, a really good practice is to list all those fears for anyone going over this. And, and please want to share on this as well. But when we list those fears, there's something about taking a look at it and seeing how it really is a projection of the mind. So that's a powerful tool. What else can we do to, to transcend that fear?
1: You know, I, I always suggest to everybody that, again, they talk to their higher aspects mm-hmm. and say, give me something, right? Because your higher aspects are you. Um, there are so many different pattern disruptors, and that's really what we're talking about. I would ask myself, wait a minute, who am I? Am I this merely a mere human at the mercy of everything? Or am I all that is creating everything for the experience of it? Because that's where I knew that all that is, that's where I knew I I was headed. Uh, but I still had a lot of programs. So that was my snap out of it. Um, I think just even breathing when you have fear, breath is the easiest thing to do. To just say, mm-hmm. okay, this is fear. You know, even before that your mind starts, even before the mind starts doing what minds do, to me, I used to, um, see me getting on this train. I would go into a fear loop and I would get on that train and 10 minutes later I was in a story of doom and gloom. So I would literally like, nope, not going to get on that train. Um, um, they're just really a lot of tools. I just think the easier it is, the more we do it. All mm-hmm. we're really doing in disrupting these patterns is creating new neural pathways in the brain. We're, we're creating new reactive patterns in the brain. And so it's not, not anything that you have to do forever. It's just enough to, what is it, a month, Lorraine? What do you think? To create a new pattern.
0: Ooh, well i do know it gets easier um yes actually i think it's less than that you know there's always the 21 days i think there's something definitely to that and you know in our right in the courses you've got a four-week course i always like to call it a six-week challenge where you mark out six weeks on your calendar you can look back every six weeks and you can see what you've done, and that shows significant movement, significant change, whether it's learning curves or getting out of that behavior or breaking that pattern or creating a new pathway.
1: Absolutely. And I I, I think the 20 days is the standard, um, you know, probably the standard time frame, though I do know that everything is moving so much more quickly now. And... Um, The soul, everyone's soul is really saying, Hey, we want you, you know, it's time to be free. Mm -hmm. It's time to be free. So I think what I see is that people move through quantum leaps. One day they have fear and they've always had it. And then something happens and they wake up and, and look back at the week before and ask, what was I thinking? What was I so afraid of? I see in my own clients that it happens that quickly and it's not that quickly with everybody. It depends on how much karmic baggage we have and what we've, you know, what we're here to do. Everybody's got to function. So, um, but yeah, it, it, I'm trying to think if there's other really good pattern disruptors. I like simple. I just like simple, you know, mm-hmm. like if I could have had something written on my hand, I would have done it. Because when I went through my own um, breakthrough in my life, I did not have the luxury of not managing my energy field. I just didn't.
0: Yes, or an awareness about what that was. And so that's, that's why all the New Earth leaders, people listening to this show, even if they're still going through something in their own life, it's so that we can heal that correct it align it and share it with others help others do the same
1: absolutely i am um i know that we'll talk a little bit about the quantum entrepreneur um and this ties into that program i am very clear my guides just tell me that we are here the leaders and change makers that are ushering in new earth that are giving it form are have had these lives that are not so pleasant most of them right most of us have had a lot of ups and downs and and we have not had disneyland lives we just haven't um and it's because you are here to be a subject matter expert Mm -hmm. I, i see it in my own life i see it in everyone i work with that everything in our lives is is purposeful. Every little thing. I look back at my career in sales and everything that I've ever done. And it is, it has perfectly led me to this point. And I see it with my clients. Everything in has been part of exploring the distortion. Who we are is pure love, and pure power. We are walking, talking, particle accelerators that turn energy into form. And we do that from our pure resonance when we're clear of, of, um, fear and all of its cousins. <laughs> and what, so everybody who, who has saying, who is saying, when is this going to end? It's really to make, to have you be this, leader, that mm-hmm. it may be fear, that you know fear, that's where you've been in the uh, deep dive, deep underbelly of fear to understand all the nooks and crannies of how it can look because it's part of the distortion. And so if your specialty is fear, you're, you're the ladder to help people out to say, I understand fear. Let me help you with this. We all, we all are a subject matter expert in our own unique way. It's this mm, note. My, my guides often use analogies, right? And, uh, we are each this note and nobody else can be that note. So this is, you and I were talking a little bit before about the, uh, the energies of 2020 and we had, as we head into it, 2020 is really contains choice points so that we can continue to hone the note that we are to say no to the lower timelines, to say no to fear, to say no to things that don't fit, to truly come out of this. And be this very pure tone that is here to work with others. Next, I think the solstice next year officially starts unity consciousness. So 2020 is a pivotal year.
0: Oh, that gave me chills. 2020 solstice really officially starts unity consciousness. Okay. All right, everyone, please keep that in mind as we move through this year, through these gateways and, and explore the distortion and remember that, oh my goodness, we raised our hand to come in at this time and we selected exactly the situation to make us that expert, that quantum expert in our lives so that, to me, just brings us so much hope, doesn't it? It really does.
1: Oh, it's, it's nothing but hope. Um, we don't even need hope. Loren, I don't even like that word. <laughs> okay. I don't like trust. Let's
0: transcend it. <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't like trust and I don't like hope. Because when we know, when we absolutely know, we are all that is experiencing itself for the joy of us, there's, yes. only crea- there's only creation. We don't need hope because we know. We know. We know. We know we are timeless, endless beings that can create anything. And that, um, you know, it's in that form, ultimately, we realize that form is just, it's temporary. Death is the final attachment. And then death becomes a no thing. We'll see, right? That's about the only fear that I haven't dealt with yet, but I think I'm good with it. I think I'll just say, oh, off to a new
0: adventure. Off to a new adventure. All right. So let's talk about some of those who, you know, we're saying that the, the New Earth leaders really were being called, the change makers, are really being called to step into the authority. And that means to really get over this once and for all to to remove that fear uh, and all of it so there are a lot of tools for it but we do get stronger at it and it because so many people are doing it it's not going to take that long and so I love it. Um, it. When we talk about the embodiment process the embodiment process the different phases actually is what makes us stronger that connection with the higher aspects of ourself. so share a little bit about the various phases do you see people with your clients at different phases Um, do you see people living new earth in this frequency on a solid basis and a regular basis
1: um i don't i don't See it at this point uh, in anyone, in including me, on a regular basis. I, you mm-hmm. know, where I think uh, I have to think about that. I I believe it's too soon. I just think it's too soon in the collective. You know, we have our own timeline, but then we're really, again, yeah. my guides show me pictures of this really this awakening process. We're all somewhere on this big Fibonacci spiral. And it's not just our timeline, it's the collective timeline, and it's that timeline on Earth connected with other timelines on other planets and in other galaxies, like a big mechanical clock with gears that are all connected. So I know that there are some of us and many of your guests that um, many of your guests are moving in and out of it. Um, and then we get kicked back down.
0: Yeah, I see polls. it right.
1: <laughs> yeah, or pulled. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> look at the news, and that'll pull you out in a snap.
1: Yeah, I don't look at the news. <laughs> right, has nothing. Or to maybe do. not.
0: If okay, yeah. go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was yeah. gonna.
1: No, but it's true. So I don't look at the news because it has nothing to do with me. I create my own reality. Everything is me. So I don't look at it. I, whatever I focus on is like shining a big flashlight on it and I get more of it mm-hmm. so I don't look at mm-hmm. the news it has nothing to do with me so I don't care um, but but there could be many other things that bring us down you know that kick us back down or pull us down um, mm-hmm. I know a lot of people that are would definitely seeing the the colors and the feeling extended periods of bliss I definitely I would say I am mm-hmm. too one of the phases of embodiment is not just this spiritual, spiritual knowing, but it's very physical. Um, and the body is morphing and changing and, and is, it's not always convenient and it's not always fun. So I see that as well. Um, and I'm, I've often wondered if those who are, um, strong um, uh, empaths, and who feel everything viscerally through their bodies, Um, like, you know, a cat has whiskers, right? Um, I think it's probably more difficult for those folks because our body awareness is changing. Just everything in the body is changing. This is physical. We literally are returning to more light. Um, And the body stores everything. It stores all that trauma. So that's what I see now that uh with this last phase of body changes it's really easy to get pulled down into oh is something wrong or pain or whatever's going on. Does that make sense?
0: Yes. So what would you say for Okay, here's a question from Wendy. Mhm. Um she wants to help, right? definitely a healer and a light worker but health problems keep coming up so is there something that i and other friends can do to help this see this is where it's the the things come up within the body right
1: right because it's the last frontier that the it's it, everything resides in the body in and, and um so here's what i would say change your language right so to say that we have a problem, change that and get curious, just like every other situation that arises in our lives. Get curious. And if Wendy is a health healer. Health
0: curiosities.
1: Yeah. let call them
0: health curiosities, Wendy. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Just get curious and ask the body, what is this showing me? What is this showing me? Is there something I need to feel here? And then ask the body that there's, there's such wisdom. We have such wisdom available, but we're not open to it if we immediately move to an assumption that something is wrong. What we're, we are holograms projecting everything in our experience. It's not happening to us. That's what, that's the old 3D way. As a Creator, we know that everything is there to show us something because we're we are cr- literally projecting it out. so I don't work with healing bodies um, so it's not my specialty, though it's the same. What's in there? Is it trauma? Is there something to feel um what is what is the gift in it? Everything is always a gift. In the quantum field, things are just there to show us something. It may be a pattern that's stuck. And I don't know if Wendy has an issue or if it's somebody she has in mind. But I'm feeling right now a stuck pattern, an old, old pattern that that says it's a, just an old belief. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm just feeling that. But, you know, what is that? What is it? What is if it's a pain or a growth? What does it have to tell me? What is it here for?
0: Beautiful. And so, you know, part of listening to the body, it can come in. A variety of ways i'd like to share just a brief story of my own experience this came over i had a pain from a ski injury when i was in college uh in the shoulder and you know then in my 40s it comes up again and it was Mm -hmm. really annoying and so i i asked and on the radio three songs came up and i won't go into them too much but those three songs in the exact same well the first one came on and said come a little closer and you'll see those <laughs> words those phrases totally stuck out in my mind and then the next three songs that came after took me back into the same timeline when i was in college during that ski time the three songs you know tainted love mm-hmm. and it took me into the emotion of what i was experiencing but i didn't go deep enough those three songs were over and it was like okay okay Two weeks later, the pain flares up again, and I'm driving again, and I ask again, what do I need to know? Can you believe the same four songs
1: <laughs> yes, came I on the
0: radio in the same order? Come a little closer and you'll see. <laughs> and then those three songs, and that was my breakthrough. My breakthrough, it was something to do with my father, and it actually... Because of a relationship with my stepfather, a great adversary at the time, now he's one of my guides on the other side of the veil, which is an interesting story in itself. But the um, it was the, it was healing the wounded teenage, the wounded girl within me, that twenty-one-year-old who had to go out and and work and live on my own, support myself, put myself through college. She was the one who needed the attention mm-hmm. and as soon as i gave it to her that shoulder pain has been gone never come back
1: exactly that is a beautiful story and is uh it's just exactly how it works reality is not what we think it is it's just again i'm always showing pictures for everything so that i don't have to explain the, i don't have to understand the physics <laughs> but yeah. I've, I've just, they, my guides have shown me that reality, what we call reality is really, they show it to me like bubbles, bubbles of experiences, of situations that are held together. Like the exterior of the bubble would be this, you know, magnetics. Really, it's magnetics. It's what we project, you know, or like what we assume is true and our expectations so reality is just really trillions of bubbles and um, when and everything is there so when we ask for an answer that's why we can tap into something that's why we get answers like this i mean i love that Lauren. and that's just how easy we just have to remember to ask which again part of your part of the 21 days Connect with your guides every day and just start to ask. I use my, my higher aspects for everything. They open jar lids for me. Reality just isn't real. And I think it's so important for everybody just to start, Wendy, you and with health or whatever it is, start asking and then trust what you get um, for an answer because it always shows up. Always, 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 you're reaching into the field of all possibilities and can pull out anything at any time.
0: Okay, I think I'm back. Okay. <laughs> I was um, kicked off, but I, I was able to listen to what you were saying through our live stream. Well, beautiful, really beautiful. And so we have some questions coming in. You sure. know, how... Now for people who really want work with the body and belief systems in the body, um, Wanda works with um, a different aspect. But if you would like we just had a show yesterday with Grace Home and she's a beautiful energy worker with belief systems lodged in the body. Uh, so if you need any help isolating the causes of that and, and energy scans, I would recommend Grace Home. But, Wanda, do you have a way asking the right questions for identifying a stuck pattern? Do we just drill down? Um, we have to really get out of our head. But there is a way. I mean, if we ask our body, maybe there's a way to, to really first get the message. Or how do we ask for the right
1: Well One of, you know, it's really, I like simple. I just love simple. One of my mentors, probably 35 years ago, gave me a gem that has stuck with me. Um, And it is, what would somebody have to believe in order to be experiencing this? That might not work for the body, though, when we look at, but it's a question to go deeper. Since reality, is our outpictured reality. What we call reality is really just an outpicturing of our predominant beliefs and expectations. It's a mirror. So if there's a situation in life, it's a really good tool to ask, what would somebody have to believe in order to be experiencing this? Um, if it's the body, you no, know, I just ask the body, what
0: is this and go deeper. Does that help? Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. And so it's a personal journey. Of course, there's healers out there that facilitate that, but we're actually talking about this, this, um, inner knowing, this place that we know within and our phases of embodiment and bringing us, uh, into that connection is all part of. It. Ah, so beautiful. Well, let's talk a little bit about the shifts this year so far. Okay, we we know that um, staying grounded, one of the things we want to talk about is how do we stay grounded and centered and connected when so much shifting is going on. And I would say we've been given a great year. This year of 2019 has been a great year of shift. I call it upgrades. And it, it's almost laughable because, you know, if you get hit with something maybe financially like all these equipment things or um, appliances that maybe break down or heaters or all that stuff, those are all upgrades. And so, as you said, what we do with our health is to get curious. And and I've just seen this year as a great year in preparation for the incredible foundation of 2020, which is a four-year so let's talk a little bit about how we truly stay focused and centered and grounded.
1: I believe that one of the best ways is to, this sounds counterintuitive, but we need to dream our vision into being. Most of us were taught and learned, don't get your hopes up. I grew up with a mother, actually, my tee <laughs> mother, who would also say, honey, don't get your hopes up. You may not get what you want because she didn't want to see me get hurt. And it's actually the worst thing to do. Most of us don't let ourselves dream because if we don't get it, we will feel too bad, right? We just So we don't go there. So I think to stay grounded, this dream or this vision of how we want you, what you want your life to be like. How and we don't always know what that looks like, but how we want it to feel. Ground into that. Make that your story that you're gonna stick to. And really that is your um Eden blueprint, the blueprint in you that you're tapping into. You may not have the details or you may. Some people do now. But we always can let ourselves feel into what is the most juicy meaningful life that I can dream into being and ask your guides your higher aspects for input. Again, you don't have to know who they are or what they are, but they are you and they are holding a vision for everybody listening. And so that is uh grounding into that vision is like grounding into your personal uh Merkaba that only you have And that becomes what you hang on to. There will be a lot of changes, as most of us know, in 2020. And we need those changes because we need to tear down the house in order to build a new one. So some of the things that people can do are what we've talked about in the moment. If doubt creeps in or fear, breathe, calm yourself down, talk yourself down off the wall, remind yourself that this is just Some people call it chaos. You call it transition and you focus on what what you're dreaming into existence. Um, Mm -hmm. That's, you know, get out in nature until we move into knowing where we just absolutely know that reality isn't real. And we just don't even we just know until that you may be talking yourself off the ledge periodically. I certainly did. I just had to remind myself, wait a minute, I know how this works. Whatever I give my attention to is what I'm going to create. This is why I actually stopped listening to politics because I refused to be part of the problem. I refused to give my attention to that, to duality. So I just stopped.
0: How beautiful it is that the New Earth Visionaries, that we hold our vision for new solutions humane solutions. Mm -hmm. And as we do that, getting out in nature is one of the fastest ways to raise our vibration. So I love how you shared that and said that because that's an important step that we should make room for as much as possible. Even if it's just getting outside, we don't have to get out too far away from home if that's not possible for some, but just Mm -hmm. being out into the frequencies.
1: It is literally plugging into the neural network of Gaia that already exists. There's only the mind has is has this distorted idea that there's really something that needs to be done or fixed. Trees, rocks, Gaia, it's they know Mm -hmm. and they are holding that frequency for us we need to get our minds out of the way we need to clear the distortion so that we can plug into it so um yes getting out in nature even if it's just for five minutes when when the mind gets active is so important Um and i also um wanted to say this i i give this one to my clients and groups I had a really, I had a very active mind. I used to be known as an excellent strategist. I lived in my head. I was one of those people. And so I was used to be, and if your factory went down in China, you know, I was the one who could get somebody to take care of it. So I was really fixing oriented. And so... I could not stay out of how am I going to fix this? The how I call it the how am I gonna? When my own life fell apart, this whole idea of just handing it off and letting things show up was it was a real it was a definitely a process for me. So I asked my guides for something, and they gave me this picture of me holding. If you uh, if everyone can just imagine this. So there's some problem, what your mind calls a problem. There's a situation. You don't know how to take care of it, and it's taxing. You're upset. It could be money. It could be a relationship. It could be anything. So just feel your body tense up with that. So imagine that you are holding a basketball, that you are actually clutching this big, hard basketball, and it's up against your solar plexus. Well, when we are holding the ball, your higher aspects cannot orchestrate the reality in the quantum field. So they said, you have to give us the ball. So whenever there's anything um, happening that the mind wants to jump in and come up with a solution, which actually means the mind solutions automatically are limited because the mind only stores the past. If we want to pull in anything that's new and different and have it just come in out of the blue, out of left field somewhere, you have to give the ball to your higher aspects. So I give this one to my clients and, in, and folks in my group because it works. Now, everyone listening may have something else. But it broke a pattern for me. First of all, it makes the body relax. Like, oh, the, you know, the mind says, oh, I don't have to figure this out. Like, oh. So immediately the nervous system relaxes. And you give them the ball, right? Give your guides the ball. And they've said, we can't do anything as long as you have the ball. And in the beginning, you may have to give them the ball Mm. 20 times in an hour. But I can assure you, it's a pattern that you create. You'll feel your body relax. You give them the ball and go out and focus on something else. Because as soon as we start to get into, how am I going to fix this? What if this? What if that? What if that? We've taken back the ball. And the magic exists when or the mind is not involved. And eventually what happens is that we never have the ball. Eventually what happens is that we, the mind is really the focus for something that could be better in this reality, the systems that you spoke of, Loren.
0: Um Yes, you know? the, for, for bringing forward the visions. Right. Yeah.
1: So we may have ideas, we can, our job is to really look at something and say, oh, this could be better, and then to tap into what would that new and improved situation feel like, and then let our higher dimensional aspects bring the path, bring the steps, it's really our job. Again, another image they gave me a long time ago was we, when the mind is out of the way and is no longer in resistance, we, and, you know, thinks it has to have its little fingers on figuring things out. So when we're in non-resistance and we're just, we just focus and realize this could be different and better, this is not new earth, we literally become the tip. Of a magic wand, we're like the crystalline tip of a magic wand that notices a situation. And then the power of our higher dimensional aspects comes through to create, to move, shift and move reality, to bring people into our lives, to create these situations, opportunities, so that ultimately the vision comes through. And that's what everybody listening has already. You have a vision in you that's just waiting to be born. And so with the tools that Lauren and I have talked about, it's it's that happens when the mind isn't limiting what can happen, because truly I, I am just astounded in my own life. And I'm sure you are as well, Lauren, at the uh, synchronicities, at the orchestration, yes. at the people, at the opportunities that just mm-hmm. show up, because <laughs> that's how life works. Energy comes to us. If we still think we have to do something, we're back in duality, and and our results are um, not consistent, and they're limited. But when we let that vision come to us and we decide how it's going to come, going to come how we will know it, like I, uh, then things just show up. I tell my guides, I don't really care. Use me. I'm the pencil. Use me. And as long as it's, it has ease, it's fun, and it's deeply meaningful, so unless when energy or situations are show up in my life, unless it anything, unless it fits my three criteria, not my thing. And I keep moving and I wait and then things show up that do fit that criteria. It's really learning. Yes. You know, I didn't have anyone to teach me how to surf these waves. And that's really what I um, try to do with people to translate meanings that the mind has given everything to these really surfing these waves. Um, And I'm, I'm actually being reminded to say this. Many of us now are going through death experiences, actually reviews, right? When a part of us dies, then we may have what, what, Really feels like a, a life review. Um, and, and then there's a lull. It's like nothing happens. And instead of thinking that, oh my, something's wrong. It's really just like, I'm not a surfer, but it's, we need to learn how to catch these waves, when to rest, when to nurture ourselves so that we're ready for the next wave. Somebody must
0: so, need to hear that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I know. I have a question on that. Mm-hmm. How do you move through the lulls? I mean, this really is um getting out of control, right, and controlling the situations. Um but moving through the lulls and knowing that um and working with that or well, or, or knowing when to take care of yourself mm-hmm. and and just go relax or watch a movie or Do something fun, right?
1: Right. Uh, Right. I mean, we don't move through a lull. The lull moves through us. So if nothing is moving, if we when we don't feel inspired action, because inspired action is the only action we ever take. um, In the absence of fear. We either feel this deep resonance of, oh, I need to do this or we don't. So when we don't feel inspired action, when we're tired, when we go and we ask, is there anything that I really need to be aware of right now, especially, I believe that a lot of us are are going through that lull and we just do need to take care of ourselves. Um, Does that answer your question?
0: Mm hmm. All right, and I'm looking at a question from our audience then, and here, okay, so there's two that I want to get to. Mm -hmm. Missy, Missy says, I'm so exhausted because every night, all night, I wake aware of being attacked or being in battle with different beings. How do I interpret this, and how can I find rest at night?
1: Mm. Oh, honey, I'm so sorry you're going through this. Gosh, you know, you're um you're uh feeling old trauma uh stored in the body and tapping into these other timelines. Um I would well when I first started to do this work, a lot of the work that came through me but was about resolving old timelines. We have lived on and off planet. I have seen it with clients, with myself. We're like Missy. We have experienced just that. I would, um, I would imagine Missy, this is uh, what I'm getting for anybody who's going through some of this old trauma integration, because that's what it is. It's just trauma integration. You died where we died and we took this trauma with us. So it's trapped. Um imagine that you're sitting in front of a fire at night on a beach. This is just what I'm being shown right now. And imagine that you're going to and just get peaceful. So you're sitting there and bring in your higher aspects. Even if you don't know who they are, what they are, it doesn't matter. Um, some of you, as I'm saying this right now, are calling in the Magdalene. Bring in this very loving energy sitting with you around the fire, and we're going to, and the fire gets bigger and bigger, and your guides are with you, and you may notice angels, if you work with if angels are your, the angelics, or even if the elementals are those who work with you, they're with you now, and it's time to let go of this trauma, because we can do this now, and it can be accelerated. And the fire is bigger and bigger. And you're going to, at the count of three, we're going to step in and I'll step in with you. So we're going to one, two, and let yourself feel the resistance because I can feel it. Just feel your heart pounding. It's just old fear from old timelines. It's not who you are. And your very loving guides are with you. Three, and we're all going to step in the fire. Yep. And notice as you look down, look at your hands, look at your body, and what you see that's left is the light body that you are. It's your diamond light body. And notice that instead of the fire, you you're seeing this beautiful crystalline fountain that you've stepped into yep and feel the feel the crystalline light soak into you i'm actually seeing it almost like <clears throat> like tattoos that are going into every cell in your body so your diamond light body is getting activated to a higher level just feel that, yeah, yep, yeah. yep, and the 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 uh, crystalline cells and the the you're going to see them like sparkles. And this is really an activation, and your guides are there with you. And this is what I'm actually seeing. This uh, I'm actually seeing like a shawl of a golden, like golden plasma light, being wrapped around your shoulders. Feel the peace in that,
0: Missy. We hope that was helpful. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Wanda. You really help your clients move into these energetics of creating new timelines anchoring into 5d having that vision within and birthing it and you've got personal sessions that people work with on you that you work on people with talk a little bit about what you do in a session and how it helps people
1: um you know i um I wish I could control what comes through me, but this is part of the dissolving. I am the crystalline tip of a magic wand. And so what happens through me is really what the client needs. I was inspired. So this is just how I live. Um, I realize my brain is a receiver and transmitter and mostly a receiver from my own collective aspects. So this is. So they, they ping me with ideas. And I uh, what came through for, for our show today, Lauren, is really is connecting with having everybody viscerally connect with their higher dimensional aspects. Um, and that's what I'm offering on the one-on-one session. My guess is that if there's some trauma integration that needs to happen, that would too. That would happen as well. Um, I believe that everything changes. When we go from being an I, I'm doing, I'm creating, I'm pushing this big boulder uphill is what it always felt like to me. Everything changes when you know that you're a we. I'm offering this because I think it's just such a key piece in moving forward without fear and moving forward to create these visions or the path in our lives. When we, uh, when we absolutely know that we're connected, or can hear or feel because we don't have to hear them. Our higher dimensional aspects, everything gets easier. It just gets easier in so many different ways. You're walking. You can feel
0: the- Yeah.
1: You can. You can. And you can say, "I don't know what to do here. Figure this out." And and there's a resonance that we feel. We feel them. So because our minds aren't doing the creating. What's creating in for each of us, really, at this level, is this path. Everybody is on the planet now for a reason. So the mind doesn't have the plan, but our higher dimensional aspects do. And our minds are on a need-to-know basis for everything. That's when the magic starts, when we don't need to know, when we just say, okay, whatever so i'm offering those sessions because it's so helpful it's just i've seen it in every everyone that i've worked
0: with yes yes it's a transformational session that cuts to the chase and it really it does the clearing and the release if one needs that and then it goes really deep into the support of of the new earth mission and what we're really here to do and step into
1: exactly. and so
0: that's option one. Thank you so much for that. Um, Larry, Larry is in our New Earth Creator membership, and he's like, where is the Quantum Entrepreneur Group? And is that your option two, where you work in a live, um, you're doing a live four-week course. Tell us about that one. I decided,
1: I, I decided, my guides decided to offer a live four-week course um on the quantum mindset um i and there will be an opportunity to join my next quantum entrepreneur group uh at a you know discounted rate um i when we join in a group in a live group the information that comes through is specifically it, it, everybody in the group pulls that through me I'm channeling your, their guides, my guides, and it's specifically attuned to the group. Um, like most people in my path, I bought downloaded material, and it's great and it's one size fits all. I like in the moment stuff, information, and it's also a timely because um, because of what's happening with these energetic waves. So it's real time. Yesterday was a huge emptying out day, for instance. I felt it. Many of my peers felt it. So when we do a live group, it really it's validation for everybody to know that what they're feeling is, yep, I felt that all right, so you can trust yourself. It's geared specifically for everyone in the group. I'll record them uh, for for people who can't make it live. Um, So it's much more dialed in and specific for everyone there. We really, we use the power of the group to amplify energy. Some people feel energy more naturally than others. So the group dynamics amplify everything. It also um, brings up old patterning that you might not know, that we might not know we have. Um, since there's only one of us here, the group has a consciousness itself. And if someone talks about an old pattern that they're having a challenge with, someone else might say, Oh, I hadn't really thought about that, but wow, I do that too. So it really accommodates, uh, an accelerated clearing, integration, and quantum leap. So I'm offering that. I'll, start that, we'll see, you know, who wants to participate in that. And um, I would – my plan is to start that either in the second or third week of January, probably the second week of January. And that will be after the Saturn-Pluto conjunction too.
0: Yes. That's a powerful time, powerful time in that course. And so um, do you meet every week then um, for four weeks or –
1: Yes, I would do it every i my plan is to do it every week, two hours virtual we'll do it on zoom and um yeah, and then um I'll create a uh, facebook page for the for the group a private page where everyone can interact and um you know do it that way, but it would be two hours live every
0: week. That's a great start to a really powerful year. And so if you're feeling the call for that, please check that out. That is available on the special offer page on this website. Thank you so much for that, Wanda. I want to also mention that there is a quick link, a very easy quick link to your special offer, and that is bit.ly, so that's B-I-T dot L-Y slash Wanda Offer. And you'll be able to see the personal session with the audio recording for the release and clearing, and then also the four-week course coming up in 2020 with Wanda Vitali. That is beautiful. I want to share also that Missy, she says amazing help that you gave her. Mm-hmm. Uh, she cried in acknowledging what she's going through and the awareness. Of old trauma being released, the process was beautiful, nurturing, and healing so thank you. she's so thankful
1: oh, Missy, thank you for being the you know for being the spokesman for this group because that's again this is how the quantum field works, so because you were vulnerable enough to ask that to that you facilitated that for everyone else. Thank you,
0: yes. A beautiful session, and we are feeling empowered, and we are really – I feel there's a liberation from fear, and I hope that everyone is feeling liberation from fear, or at least the acknowledgement that you can change it. So, Wanda, as we close our circle and say goodbye, would you like to add anything along those lines? Um I would
1: ask everybody who listens to the call to sit with this fire that just the fire meditation and tell your guides you're ready to leave. You're ready to let go of the idea of fear and powerlessness. We feel fear because we feel that life happens to us. And it's time to, to know that we are creating life. It is really time for the struggle to be over. It's time to step into our power. So that's what I would say. Just play with that meditation. Imagine that fear in all of its forms, anxiety, the need to control, all of that is just being pulled out of you and into that fire and ask your guides to come in. Because when we're out of fear, and we become curious about things and ask, well, I wonder how this will get resolved. There's always a resolution, always. So, um, I would, I, I, I also just want to say the world needs you. So if you're on Lorenz, if you listen to Lorenz speakers regularly, it's because the world is calling you forth. The world needs your gift. And never forget that and let that pull you. Let that pull you into who you came here to be.
0: Oh, so beautiful, Wanda. Oh, that's a beautiful message to everyone listening now and even to the replay. Yes, the world needs you. Your love matters. What a beautiful message and a beautiful way to end this season of Quantum Conversations. Wanda, what a beautiful blessing to have you with us this evening. We are so grateful for you for making us feel so inspired and empowered. Thank you.
1: Oh, thank you, Loren, and thank everyone who's listening today. Thank you so much.
0: Yes, thank you. Thank you all for listening. If it resonates in your heart and you're feeling a pull for this program or a personal session with Wanda, please check that out. And it's available for your growth. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Remember, you are the pencil. Hand it over to your guides. Thank you, Wanda. Thanks, Lorraine. And now it is time to dance our way to the Cosmic Heart. Enjoy. The moderator has left the conference. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste.